another massive win for the Minnesota Wilds, this time against the Montreal Canadiens. We recap all of the numbers from the Wilds' 8-2 win over the Canadiens, plus a look at what sort of pace this year's Wild team is on and Kirill Kaprizov, all today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also available anytime you want to listen. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap the Wild's 8-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens, taking a look at all of the numbers that led to such a dominant performance for the Minnesota Wilds. Plus, we look at where this year's offense stacks up amongst the best in Minnesota Wild history, and why Kirill Kaprizov may go down as the team's best offensive player and may already be the Wild's offensive player as well. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer and the host with the most amount of time spent trying to figure out our favorite Minnesota sports teams and now the captain of Locked On Wild. Happy to have you along on a Victory Tuesday as the Minnesota Wild took on the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens scoring first. You wouldn't know it, though, by the final score, 8-2. to two. The Wilds get the win for the sixth time in franchise history. They score eight goals. And uh, for this Wild team, they really left no doubt against uh, a Montreal Canadiens team that is undermanned and uh, is not having, really, a particularly good season at all. Now, just looking at some of the uh, impressive numbers from this win, the um, Minnesota Wilds now are 6-0-1 since the Winter Classic, 10-0-1 in their past 11 games at the XL Energy Center. They've outscored opponents 56-25 to in that span. And uh, for the Wilds, just so many things to, uh, to take away from this game. Um, we, we talked earlier in the week that now that we've seen the Matt Boldy-Kevin Fiala combo really come into um, peak form, that this team really has, uh, has three lines that can beat you every single night. And, um, you know, we, we pointed out, uh, in fact, I pointed out that um, it gives Dean Evison the opportunity to uh, to rely on those top three a little longer, which led to a, a short couple of uh, couple of appearances for the fourth line, and then the fourth line in uh, last night's game comes away with a couple of goals. Connor Dewar with his first goal of his NHL career, Nico Sturm with a goal 22 seconds later, and so now you uh, you have a team that has. Four lines that are capable of uh, getting it done every single night of the week. 
and are just playing at such a, a just such a crazy level uh, right now. Um, I, I don't know that I have ever seen chemistry like we're seeing between Matt Zuccarello and Kirill Kaprizov between two teammates, and Matt Boldy and Kevin Fiala are trying to outdo that themselves. Take a listen to these numbers, uh, courtesy of Michael Russo, for Zuccarello and Kaprizov over their last nine games. Uh, Kaprizov has seven goals and 16 points. Zuccarello has four goals and 14 points. Kaprizov's last 22 games since November 18th, he has 37 points. Leads the NHL with 31 even strength points uh, during that span. And Matt Zuccarello has 28 points in his last 18 games. Folks, that number one line is legit. That uh, that number one line may be, and I was trying to, just kind of on the fly, trying to find if it's possible to even tally this sort of a thing. I think this might be one of the best, if not the best, um, top lines that the Minnesota Wild have ever had. And I, I know taking into account the players that this Wild team has had, um, Marion Gabrick, who uh, was was an elite scorer for this team um, throughout the course of, uh, of his Wild career, Miko Koivu, uh, Brian Ralston, uh, the list goes on and on of players who have played for this team and have been really good at scoring. I think this current iteration, the elite playmaking ability of Kirill Kaprizov, the elite passing ability of Matt Zuccarello, and the do-anything-you-need mentality of Ryan Hartman, uh, I think has made this one of the best lines that we've ever seen. Gives the Wild a true number one line that can get you goals and can get you wins when you need them. And it doesn't stop there. The Fiala line looking unbeatable. They were ridiculous again tonight. Fiala getting a goal, Boldy getting a goal, Goudreau nearly had a goal on a couple of different occasions. Uh, the Erickson Eck Felino Greenway line was ridiculous again uh, in this game. And uh, we're just we're seeing these these performances stacked up uh, together in uh, in back-to-back games. I mean, you just run down the score sheet. Boldy with a goal and an assist. Dewar with a goal and an assist. Fiala with a goal and an assist. Felino with a goal. Goudreau with an assist. Greenway with two assists. Kaprizov with two assists. Sturm with a goal and two assists. Zuccarello with a goal and an assist. Jordy Ben even got in on the scoring with a goal. Alex Goligoski with two assists. John Merrill with an assist. Jared Spurgeon with a goal and an assist. Any way you slice it, this team, as we'll talk about a little later on in this episode, this team just has a depth of scoring that we don't see typically from this franchise. And they're putting it on full showcase pretty much every night of the week. And it's time to start uh, taking some notes, keeping track of what this team is doing uh, from an offensive standpoint because it's it's not something that we are likely to really see that often. Now, with this current core of players, it might be something we see more frequently, but 
this is something that we really have not seen throughout the history of wild hockey, um, what we are seeing currently this season. So some historically good offense for the Minnesota Wild. Now the one, the one thing to pull from last night's game that we are going to have to watch going forward is uh, Cam Talbot, who was pulled after two periods and uh, by all accounts from uh, from what was said after the game, Dean Evison saying that Cam Talbot tweaked the same injury he's been dealing with um, over the last couple of weeks, but this time in a different spot. Um, Talbot apparently could have finished the game, but the thought process was, you know, if it's a tweak, why aggravate it further? And so uh, he was pulled um, at that point, but this team has a lot of big games coming up including this weekend against the Rangers, the Islanders, and you follow that up with a road game against the Blackhawks. So obviously Cam Talbot's status is uh, is worth watching, but it's a good thing that Capo Kakinen has been playing some pretty good hockey himself uh, in the event that he has needed to, uh, to fill another stretch here. But with what February is going to bring, you're going to need to have a second goalie that can uh, can fill in every now and again. So Cam Talbot's injury status is the big thing to pull from this game. Uh, and thankfully the Wild made it a laugher because, you know, that could have been a huge damper on what was a big night for the uh, the Minnesota Wild. So a lot of positives to pull from uh, last night's game. Cam Talbot's injury is, uh, is worth monitoring, but really the big thing to take away is that uh, this Wild team is pretty legit. And so uh, we'll, we'll talk about just how legit they are coming up here because offensively, I think we can make a pretty bold statement about this team that I've been holding off on for the, uh, the last couple of weeks. But uh, now I think after what we've seen and, and what we're continuing to see, I think it's time to say that this, uh, this might be the best offense that the Minnesota Wild have had in their franchise's history. We'll talk about why that's the case after this here on Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline.ag remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website for you to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to get things started. The NFL playoffs nearing their crescendo. The NBA, college basketball, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, plus everything all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wilds, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen every day. Just again, a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're available anytime you want to listen as well. Continuing today's episode in which we recap the big win over the Montreal Canadiens by a score of 8-2. to two. And I think 
with what we've seen now, the Minnesota Wilds with 149 goals on the season, and uh, that is in just 38 games. They are third in the NHL in scoring. And uh, for this Minnesota Wild team, they're putting themselves in rarefied air in wild history. Uh, I think it's safe to say that this may be the best offense that the Minnesota Wild have ever had. So take that number into account. 149 goals for the Wild so far in 38 games. The franchise record for goals in a season is 266. And that was set in 2016-2017 in 82 games. So the Wilds are already over halfway there in less than half a season. So you take that and you spread that out over the course of a, uh, a full season. Um, they're going to end up, uh, they're going to end up probably crossing the 300 goal threshold, which is just ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, at this point in the season, they are uh, averaging. Um, just had it here. Of course, I'm not uh, not super good in the math department. Three point nine two goals per uh, per game, and so you th- you take that three point nine two, and you multiply it by eighty two games. That's three hundred twenty one goals. Which, again, franchise record sixty six, shatters it. And interesting to note, in looking at that team uh, from 2016-2017, the Wild were led in goals by Eric Stahl, who, uh, you know, one of my favorite Minnesota Wild players throughout his tenure, but uh, definitely a, uh, you know, a scoring center. But um, not not a guy, I don't think, even in his prime, that was somebody that you know could single-handedly take a game over, and um, and win it when needed. So you have the 28 goals from Eric Stahl, 26 from Mikhail Granlund, 25 from Nino Niederreiter, 22 from Jason Zucker. That was it for 20 goal scorers. No, 30 goal scorers for that Minnesota Wild team. So a lot of solid players on that team that obviously were good at scoring. But nobody that was the take-charge kind of player, the dynamic-type scoring player who could um, who could have a run that would last, you know, seven or eight games and, uh, and could end up leading you to go 7-0 and in those seven games. I, I present you the on-pace numbers for the current Minnesota Wild. So Kirill Kaprizov now sitting at uh, 49 points in 37 games. He's on pace for 106 points, 37 goals, 69 assists in 80 games. So that would be one 30-goal scorer for this upcoming season. Matt Zuccarello is on pace for 82 points. He's got uh, 12 goals, 26 points right now, 38, uh, 26 assists, 
38 points in 32 games. He's on pace for 82 points in 69 games, 26 goals, 56 assists. So there is two 20-goal scorers, two 25-goal scorers for this Minnesota Wild team. Ryan Hartman, 18 goals right now, 14 assists, 32 points in 38 games. He's on pace for 39 goals and 30 assists in 82 games. So right around a 70-point score for Ryan Hartman, which would just blow all of his offensive numbers out of the water. That's three players with 25-plus goals on pace for that. Kevin Fiala has worked his way up to being on pace for 24 goals in 82 games. And with the way he's played recently, there's nothing to suggest that he can't continue it and get it past the 25-goal mark, uh, maybe even close to the 30-goal mark. So that's another player on pace for uh, for 25 goals on the season. Marcus Foligno is currently sitting at 17 goals, 10 assists. He's on pace for 37 goals, 22 assists, 58 points in 82 games. Another player on pace for uh, 25-plus goals. Jewel Erickson Eck, back from injury. He did not miss that much time. He only missed a handful of games. So he's uh, he's going to get a ton of play this year. Again, on pace for 26 goals, 19 assists. So another player that's on pace for 25-plus goals. And so you have, you have two guys. You have Kirill Kaprizov. You have Kevin Fiala, who are guys that we know, based off of their body of work, are dynamic scorers that can get on a run, that can end up influencing... Um, the outcome of several games in a row. We've seen the emergence of Marcus Foligno and Ryan Hartman. We've seen continued brilliance from Matt Zuccarello and Jewel Erickson Eck. That is two elite level scorers and four high end scorers that are great complementary players to those guys. And so going back to 2016-2017, I'll put Eric Stahl in the elite scoring category. And I'll put Granlund, Niederreiter, and Zucker in the good complementary scoring category. So you go from one elite score in Stahl and three good complementary scorers. I'll put... I'll even I'll 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 bite. I'll go Zach Parisi too because he had 19 goals in 69 games. So one elite scorer, four good complementary scorers, to two elite scorers, and four good complementary scorers as well. And that's not even factoring in guys such as you know Nico Sturm's seven goals this season. He could end up getting. You know, he's going to end up with uh, with right around um, probably 15 goals, at least based off these projections, pegged right for 15. So you have, for the first time probably in a very long time, you have four lines that are capable of winning every single night, and which that's that's why I make that point 
that this wild team is as dangerous as they've ever been offensively. And that stems as well from the player that is leading the charge and is looking every bit as good as he did last year and even better. Kirill Kaprizov is probably right now the best player that the Minnesota Wild have ever had from top to bottom. So we'll finish by breaking that down a little bit. Yeah, it's Hot Take Tuesday here on Lockdown Wilds. We'll, uh, we'll finish off by talking about Kirill Kaprizov and why he is rapidly climbing the ranks of Minnesota Wild players all time. We'll finish things up after this here on Lockdown Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So, a couple of things that we have been building up on today's episode in reaction to the 8 to 2 win over the Montreal Canadiens and you know, not trying to get too far ahead of um not trying to get too far ahead of things, put the uh, the cart before the horse, so to speak. But, you know, these types of performances are, are the performances that we really didn't see that often with previous Wild teams. And, you know, it's not like the Wild have had a ton of, um, you know, 7-1. to one. They've had a couple of games they've scored 7 goals. Then this 8-2 to two win. So three games so far where they have scored, you know, on the higher end in the goal category. Uh, they did have, uh, you know, they've scored six a couple of times as well. But a lot of times they're just scoring five and four goals every night, which is why they are, you know, second in the Western Conference in goals despite having um, – a few games in hand on basically everybody above them in the standings. It's time to start having the conversation about uh, where Kirill Kaprizov is at right now uh, with what he has done. And historically now, we've got a little bit of a barometer as to kind of where he is at with his, um, where he's at with his performance. Kirill Kaprizov becoming the fifth active player to reach 100 career points in 92 games or fewer. Joining Alex Ovechkin, who did it in 77 games, Sidney Crosby in 80, Evgeny Malkin in 89, and Connor McDavid in 92 games. Um, I That list speaks for itself. Like Those are some of the best players in the NHL. And Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov has done something that only those guys have done. And he's obviously got a lot of hockey left in front of him. But considering the types of players that the Minnesota Wild have had in their franchise history, it's time to... And we, we were doing this last year, too. So this is, this is not a revelation. But it's time to start putting Kirill Kaprizov at the top of the list for what he's already done and what he could do the rest of his career. We we talked uh, a couple of uh, uh, last week about what sort of goal pace Kaprizov would have to get on in order to um, in order to pass Marion Gabrick uh, and thirty goals a season for the next you know ten plus years. 
It's going to get him to uh, at least 300, but it feels like he's got way more than that in the tank. And, you know, with the slow start that he had to the season, at least scoring-wise, because he was he was doing things like we saw last night where he just is skating around the entire perimeter of the zone multiple times, just toying with the entire Canadiens roster. We've seen that from him since he came up into the league, but you look at what he has done since the beginning of the season. He had six assists in the month of October, no goals. But December, seven goals, 12 assists, 19 points. January, so far, he has um, December, actually. He had five goals, six assists. So November, seven goals, 12 assists. December, five goals, six assists. Five goals and eight assists so far in the month of January in seven games. So 13 points in seven January games. He's got something like 35 points in his last 21 games. Is just absolutely white hot. And now that we have historical context, that he is the quickest player in Minnesota Wild franchise history to get to 100 career points and has joined the company of those guys that we just talked about um, for having done that and becoming the fifth active player uh, to uh, to reach that mark. Kirill Kaprizov is the best player that the Minnesota Wild have had in their franchise history, a history that includes Marion Gabrick, that includes Miko Koivu, that includes Brian Rolston, that includes... Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, up and down the list, whatever name you want to put on there, Kirill Kaprizov needs to shoot up to the top because his talent level is something that we have not seen with this franchise before. His scoring ability is something that we have not seen with this franchise before. His ability to set up his teammates to make everybody around him better have set him apart from anybody that the Wild have had in franchise history. And so, while we expected that the Wild would beat the Montreal Canadiens, we can take an opportunity in this type of a game to look back and to see what this Wild team has done so far to this point in the season and to see what Kirill Kaprizov has done to this point in his career and we are seeing some very good things that just don't come around all the time for this team. And so I ask you, going forward, just, just keep it in the back of your head that we're seeing something rare from this wild team. Kirill Kaprizov is helping bring that out. But if the Wilds can keep it going and can stay relatively healthy this could be a season where we see something else that uh, the wild have not really seen to this date in their franchise's history and i think we all know what that is but uh, i'm just gonna leave things right there and that will finish today's episode of locked on wild so now that your first listen of the day is done 
Make sure to head over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is a free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked on Wild, we're available wherever you listen. We're available anytime you want to listen. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube were available on all of them. Just uh, type it into the search bar and you'll find everything that you need to stay up to date on all things Minnesota Wild Hockey. Because if a puck drops in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered every Monday through Friday with uh, new episodes coming out all week long as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.